Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tonight at 7 o'clock, the Blues documentary from Blue Note Productions, The Anatomy of the Draft, will debut on the Blues YouTube channel. You can check it out. And the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, is with us now. He's already seen it, and he's not going to do many spoilers, but we're going to talk a little bit about The Anatomy of the Draft. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I don't want to ruin anybody's week with a spoiler on a Monday, right? <laughs> exactly. No, you don't want to start that way. But who do the Blues wind up drafting? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like. So yesterday morning, uh, I get a text. I get a text from 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 my buddy Paul in, in the morning, and and he made a comment about the the Swedish uh, uh, the Swedish soccer team. And and I re, I replied back with a yeah it's a shame you know the U S got knocked out blah 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 but then I put a couple things down and he replied back with oops I should have told you I was watching it on tape I went oh sorry about that <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> that's not my fault it's not my fault like he did, he you know he made a I, I thought that you know the comment was clear I thought that he had watched it or looked at the highlights or something so. Uh, I didn't realize he was still watching it. <laughs> uh, so he missed the goal. Yeah, so I ruined it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Curbs, there's over 50 hours of video footage of just Doug Armstrong and his operation staff and the NHL draft. What stood out to you about how they go about things? You know what? I'm, uh, I've been fascinated for a while now with, Doug's leadership and how he runs his hockey department. And I, I, I think fans are going to really kind of enjoy some of the clips of how the conversation gets started. And frankly, maybe how little Doug says and how much other people say the debates on, on some players, the, the thoughts and, and when, when guys and when people on his staff don't agree uh, on things and, and now he handles it because one thing we've noticed uh, that I've noticed with Doug compared to others is, you know, Doug really surrounds himself with, with some current, uh, by current, I mean, we recently retired guys. Uh, uh, he involves players like the way he's involved a uh, Chris Thorburn, for example, you know, in, in player development and just, just how that's played a role in things. Uh, but, but the whole staff aspect of it. And when, when a team has a you know a director of amateur scouting that they truly trust, like they have with Tony, or or maybe how they did with Yarmo, uh, to me, it, it it shows how important they're having the right staff is, and I think fans are going to get a real good glimpse of that. Curse, when we were listening to the draft over the radio, I thought Alex Ferrario did a really good job of describing the setting and what was going on and how execs were walking to different tables. Were the were the Blues close to trading any of those picks away or, or moving up or moving back? 
I guess we're going to have to watch him. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be a spoiler <laughs> alert, huh? <laughs> yeah, listen, they, they look at every option. And, and Doug Armstrong, he, he said this. So he, he, when, he met with, uh, when, when he met with the media about a month or so ago, he basically said that you know each team has, I forget the word he said, but it was like a matrix. Each team has a matrix, and they have a value for each slot. And so he felt even at that time that moving up would cost more than just the three picks might cost a player. Uh, it, it might, and then moving back. And, and so what happens is, is they, they get a list of players and depending on who gets taken and, and what have you, that determines whether they move up and back. And so they have, they get a bunch of things in place in case certain scenarios happen. Um, and, and that's, that's really, that's how that part goes. So, I, I would say this, Kerry, I, I would say that every general manager on that draft floor had situations in place for if A, then B. I mean, it was really, uh, you guys, I don't know if you guys remember those old books when we were growing up, the choose your own adventure books, where at the bottom of the page, you could, you could flip to another page. To me, that, that's kind of what the draft floor can be like. Hmm. Curbs, you mentioned Tony Feltrin, the Blues uh, director of scouting. Was there somebody in this uh, in the documentary that obviously will debut tonight on the Blues YouTube channel at seven o'clock? Somebody that you think people will be surprised by when they hear or get to know for the first time? Uh, well, I think there's, uh, th- th- yeah, I, I think. Uh, uh, Nemechek is one of them. I think you're, you're going to hear from from Keith Kachuk. Mm-hmm. There's a listen. Th- th- there's one thing I'll tell you that happens in here. There's basically like a roll call at one point in time, okay? And it's not. And and it's where when they start to rank players, Doug Armstrong went around the room and said, "Okay, what list you putting this guy on?" And and he just kind of went through to make sure there's a consensus. And and I found that part to be a really kind of neat and fascinating aspect of, of this documentary. Like you said, look, look, there's over 50 hours and they put this thing down to what, about 20 minutes. And so there, there, there's so much more that can be done. And uh, it's, I, I think it's, it's just going to be a good insight into how things work and how things go and what things are like. Maybe give us a little bit. We're going to keep teasing you for spoilers because we just we just like to know every little bit that's going on. Of course, we'll watch later on. But what were they saying about Dvorsky that you could share? Uh, you know, there, there was actually an interesting debate about Dvorsky, um, you know, in terms of what people thought it and, and then how it goes. And, and there was one there. There was one, I thought, dissenting voice uh, in there. You know, that, that questions a couple things. And so that the debate on him, you know, because obviously, look, look, obviously they're going to focus on and you're going to learn about the three draft picks that the St. Louis Blues ended up picking. Uh, so, you know, th- there are those debates. Uh, I guess, you know what, going back to your previous question, Randy, now I think about it, uh, there is a, a, a really current former Blue that kind of makes his debut on the Blues uh Hockey ops staff that I think hmm. fans will love. Okay, good. We'll keep an eye open for that. Now, Curbs, uh, professional athletes use anything as motivation, and so we see it all the time with baseball and arbitration, where players have to hear terrible things about themselves. Any chance one of these current Blues players is going to hear something about themselves that they may not <laughs> like in that draft room? No, I don't. I don't think so on this one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
but listen, Carrie Miller, you're absolutely right. And I think, I think that's one of the things when, when you're a team putting this together, say versus an outside organization, you, you got to be a little bit careful on that front. Right. But no, I think th- this is not so much about the, the debates on the players as it is about how you build your draft list and then how you manage that list when you get to the draft floor. You know, because remember, originally, I mean, D- Doug Armstrong told us plenty of times that, you know, he, he, he when, when asked if he was going to take three players with the three picks, remember, he said a lot that there was no way he was trading the 10th pick, right, in, in terms of, uh, you know, just, just moving that one to move it. But if, but if they could get players for, you know, one of the other two picks that, and speed the process up, that's something that Doug has been, you know, fascinatingly interested in. And obviously we know that did not happen because he ended up taking three players. And, and what, 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 what's interesting about that, guys, is, is, is this. I was, I was actually – I looked at an interesting trade tree yesterday. I don't know, for, for those that know me long enough know that I, I, love, I love trade trees. And, uh, and I started looking at the T.J. Oshie trade. The Blues actually got a pick through the T.J. Oshie trade that eventually led to the Blues acquiring Braden Shen, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and actually, actually, two players. That actually, it, it was a trade. It was it was part of the trade tree for TJ Oshie that allowed the Blues. Then ended up with two picks that eventually went through the Kevin Shattenkirk trade that allowed for Zach Sanford and Braden Shinner. Of course, you want to stay in the cup with those two guys. Um, but part of those trades too, they get a pick from in the, from Washington in the Kevin Shattenkirk trade. They trade that pick to Philadelphia in the to get Braden Shen. Well, Philadelphia used that trade to take Morgan Frost. And, and Philadelphia is still going, do we have a player here with Morgan Frost? Guys, that was five, six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So, so and, and then I started looking, okay, Ben Bishop. The Blues traded Ben Bishop, you know, and, and for a second-round pick. That turned out to be nothing for the St. Louis Blues. So just because you make a trade at the trade deadline, and I think this is really important, you know, for Cardinal fans to realize, too, if I, if I can bridge sports, that – you know, when you make trades at the trade deadline, you're really trading for futures, and, and you don't know how some of these futures work out. It's amazing to go back and look through and realize when you trade for, for draft picks, how excited you are, but then those draft picks have to plan plan out. But what the Blues have done extraordinarily well, I'm not sure that there's a team, and in some of the research I've done, I haven't been able to really find too many, that are better than the St. Louis Blues in finding value in the middle to late first round in the second round, in the third round. Yeah, they've got players that, that are not going to work. Yes, they've had some picks that have busted. But they've had, on a whole, more players be successful and become impact players than most franchises drafting in those areas. And uh, and, and it's been successful. So that's why, with Tony Felton running the show and, and the staff that you're going to hear in, in this documentary tonight, that's why you've got some really, really good positive vibes, not just on Dvorsky but on the two Swedish players taken later in the draft. Curbs, we will be tuned in. It's always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much, and have a great week. Yeah, have an awesome week, you three. Thank you very much. Take care. That's the Voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, the one and only Chris Kerber.